This is the Property Solopreneur Podcast, and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy to let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, and welcome to this episode. And we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. But I really do understand that probably if I asked you, you may not be able to tell me what your last year's resolution was. So you're now saying to me, well, what's the point? I never do it. Well, I think we should try every year to do it, even if we fail. And I was very lucky because I, for a while, worked at Lambeth Palace with the uh, Archbishop of Canterbury. And when Lent came along, everyone else was chattering away about what they could drop, you know, give up. And his viewpoint was, no, no, if you have a resolution, you have to take on something, make your life a little bit harder. And I think that would be an awful lot easier for us in business to do it that way round. So what are you going to do to do something new and different and small in your business that is actually going to make a fundamental difference to you? And it's got to be something you can control. So it can't be something that involves somebody else. It's got to be you. And I've realised that, of course, this is a podcast. So you could be listening to this mid-August, of course, not necessarily in the new year. Well, it doesn't matter because what I'm saying this morning is exactly the same in August as it is in January. And if you like the idea, then make sure next Monday is your new year. It doesn't have to be in January. And there's a long time between August and the next new year when you could be making a fundamental change. You're the CEO, so bring it in for next Monday. That's easy to do. So what is it in your business that you control and that will make a radical difference? Well, I think possibly one of the areas is income. Straight away, it will be someone will say to me, yes, but that's very easy. I just will need to get increase my income by selling a few th- more things. Well, I don't view it that way because I think that having those figures for your income, it's slightly out of your hands, isn't it? Because someone else has got to have seen you, liked your product, liked you, trusted you, and then have the money to spend the money with buying your p- product and spending money with you. So that is slightly out of your hands. So if you want to have a financial resolution, which you can control, what about tweaking how you actually do your finances? Now, I think all of us who do finances fall into two camps. Very easy. There are those solopreneurs who have followed the mantra of the first thing you need to do when you get start getting successful is to outsource the finance department. That's great. But it usually means that you are less in touch with your figures because whoever's doing the finances for you, that's their profession. They're probably really, really good at it. And they will expect you to ask the difficult questions on a regular basis. But of course, you are busy finding deals, finding investors, doing all the stuff that we do in the property world. And as long as everything appears to be happening okay in the finance department, you leave it well alone. Well, your resolution this year could be... Every Wednesday, you have an appointment with whoever it is, 
only for half an hour on the phone or a response to an email asking key questions. It's up to you to ask the key questions, but it will mean that you are completely in control as of that point each week you know where you are. Because those of us like me who keep it in-house means that my resolution has to be that I do the books or whatever at the same time each week unless I absolutely can't. Because it's no good always wanting to know on a Wednesday if some weeks you do the books on a Thursday and sometimes it's a Monday. No, get into really good repetitive habits. That could be your resolution. And the second area that you can change is your source of funding. Now, it's really weird, isn't it? When most people who come into property, particularly those of us who've got funds, we shy away from this whole idea. We don't really want to know about borrowing money because it all takes time and effort. And you you will hear them around the, you know, we all hear everybody around the property world go, no, 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 I, I don't borrow money. I've got plenty of my own. Well, the thing is about property is the more you do it, the more you realise you do need outside funding because the more outside funding you have, the more you can do, the more fun you can have and the more money you will make. It's not something that strikes you when you first start. So it's one of those things. First of all, get onto a first name term with your bank. Well, it's not perhaps the most obvious thing. It can be quite difficult to find your bank manager, but persevere and find him. And if you're like me, you will then book in every six months and bore the pants off him. I mean, my poor bank manager got harangued every single six months with just what I was doing. I was so excited and passionate about it. He did too at the end of it. He went from someone who knew very little about buy to let to someone who was just as excited as I was when I rang him up to say I'd bought something at auction. Could he pay for it, please? So your resolution there could just be as something as simple as get to know your local bank manager. And another part of that is just to make sure, for instance, that no matter how busy you are, because if you're really progressing, you're going to get busier and busier, that you don't present yourself as someone who's so busy and rushing in and out that you never have time to perhaps fill in something as fundamental as the deal sheets because you're able to easily communicate what the numbers are and how brilliant it would be. Get back to where you were showing yourself as a professional solopreneur by having all the paperwork in place. And the other little tiny bit of banking resolution you could have is, if you've done all that, don't think, well, I I have nowhere else to go now. Why don't you try and find somebody who's got an in, a name of a private banker? One of those private banks, your resolution this year could be to get good interviews with them and to find out which bank you want to eventually work with. And that is very simple. So again, though, you won't be able to fail on that on week four because actually doing some of these tasks as I've mentioned so far, that could be six months in the effort of trying to make a difference. So already we're on a winner, aren't we? We're not going to fail by week three. And another source of income is the investor. So you have got to perhaps find more. Well, yes, But would it not be better to turn it round and just think, well, what am I going to do with more? Do I want to find lots more investors who I've got to talk to and have coffee with and send bits of paper with? Or shall I change my thoughts about it and find fewer of them, fewer people to work with, but who will lend me more for a longer time? 
And that's only actually possible for those of us who've been in it for a while, because you need to have built up trust with quite a lot of people. Or you could say to to yourself, my resolution this year is to make sure that I no longer give them 8%. I'm only going to give them 5%. Now, you may have to work hard on that one, but hey, even that even better. You've got a resolution there that starts off difficult and gets easier and easier as the end of the year comes. That's novel. Or you just have to have a resolution that you will go to different sorts of networking meetings. You know, for the last four years, you've had a nice niche of going to this one and that one. Right, this year, this is the year when you're going to go to really weigh out ones. You're going to go to the angel investment groups. You're going to go to the ones that make you feel really awkward. You're going to go to the the meeting, which has got the reputation for being really tight on facts and figures. It doesn't matter. Go and do something different. And now I'm going to suggest quite a radical one now here. What about lending your own money out? I have quite a few clients who are very good at portfolio building. They've got super businesses that are growing year on year. But ever so often, they will give a well, they don't give it away. They lend a pot of their money to a fellow investor who is doing property, who is offering really good financial returns. Someone they'll enjoy working with. So it's a slightly different week, months of way of getting back your money. It's fun, it's different, and it's another income stream. It makes sense because actually it's no different from having your money sitting in a bank account, is it? It's just you've got it out working instead of just sitting in an ISA. So that could be really, really fun. So your resolution in that point would be not jumping in headfirst into the first person you come across. It's actually to watch, follow and approach somebody. Well, that's going to take a few months, isn't it? So this is not something you can just dash off in five minutes unless you've already started to think about this. Now, a word of warning. If the person you're watching and following is fairly new, they may not have thought about people investing money in them. So they may not have the confidence or the knowledge about how to do it. Well, in that case, you've got that knowledge, you've got that confidence, and you've got all the paperwork. Approach them. And I think you'll probably have to be quite blunt because the message I'm getting from some of my clients is that once they finally hook up with an investor, the investor goes, look, I've been asking you for months months and you kept rebuffing me. So you may have to be quite robust yourself and get all of that underway. And whilst we're talking about finding people, social media, that sort of stuff, are you actually happy with what you're putting out there? Have you looked at what you've done over the last year, two years? Does it need to tweak? I had a very jolly evening not long ago with another property friend, looking back, you know, all the way down the the grids of various people who've been in it a long time and seeing that actually they change their way of approaching social media quite regularly. You know, something changes in their business. So, whoa, so does their social media. The posts they do, they now discover a different sort of Canva or they've got a social media manager who's producing different sorts of posts. So it will all change. Well, don't go on doing the same old boring stuff. You don't have to. You can have your resolution could be, right, I'm going to change how I do my Facebook. That's very easy. And just stick to it. Make yourself some rules and away you go. Because if you do the same things all the time, you're going to die of boredom and so are your investors and people watching you. So New Year's resolutions in a nutshell. Don't give something up. Take it on. Change something, take it up that's small 
and easy to maintain. I've not I've not mentioned anything today that is actually that difficult or too onerous on you. You know, it really is. It will give you a real confidence boost if you manage to put that on your board and go, that's my New Year's resolution. And in April, May and June, you're still managing to do it. Keep going through month one. Keep going through month six and onwards and put it into your quarter plans as a measurable KPI. It's nothing like putting on a piece of paper and and actually making sure that you are delivering it. And it will be one of those gold star moments for you when you manage to. Because if you do, I know you'll be well on your way to being a wildly successful property solopreneur. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist.